Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister... Sarah Matthews. (laughs) That was my robot voice. (laughs) Biology A-level, topic by topic, to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision. And as a part of your learning journey, dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics, or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Episode 7. Seven already? Polysaccharides. Polysaccharides. This sounds like it's going to be super hard. Nope. Okay. So we're going to focus Trust on the, yeah, the structure and function of three polysaccharides. We're going to look at starch, glycogen and cellulose. Okay. okay. So last time we did disaccharides. Yeah. And that's two monosaccharides put together. Wow. Yes. Good. So what's a polysaccharide? Three or more. Many. 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 Many monosaccharides okay. together. Yeah. So that's good. Well done. And what type of reaction joins them together? Um, the poly one. Yeah. Is it the same as the other one? Yep. Condensation yep, reaction. Yeah. Well done. And what type of bond do we get? Glycosidic. Well done. Well done. That is fantastic. Okay. So as I've already said, starch, glycogen, cellulose. It's important that you know the structure and how that relates to the function. So starch, glycogen, and cellulose all have important roles in animals and plants. It's important that you know what they're made of, how they're put together, and how that helps it to do that job in that animal or that plant. But also how they're similar and how they're different. So how their structures are similar and how they're different, that sort of thing. Okay? Okay. So if I was to say the word starch to you, what would you immediately think of? What do you know about starch? It's something to do with bread. Yeah, so it's found in bread. Found in bread. Found in bread. Um. That's about it. Yeah. Okay, so at GCSE, you would have learnt that, obviously, starch is a carbohydrate, mm-hmm. made of sugar, made of glucose, and found in those sorts of foods, breads, pastas, yeah. rice, that sort of thing. We need it for energy. You know, that would have been the sort of thing you would have learnt. But also plants, they make glucose f- from photosynthesis, and what they don't use, they store as starch in their leaves, or they put it into their seeds, or their sort of root organs, like potatoes and things like that. So the seeds would be so that there's glucose for the grain seedling. It's in the leaves so that it, it can be accessed easily for respiration. It would be like in the storage organs because that's what we would then take. It's a bit like the fruit, isn't it? We would take the potatoes and things like that and mm-hmm. we'd use them and then we need the starch from them. So that's the sort of stuff you would learn at GCSE. So the monosaccharide that makes up starch is alpha-glucose. No, and no. it's just repeating units of alpha-glucose altogether. Okay. okay. Again, condensation reaction glycosidic bond in between each monosaccharide now the chains can be either branched or unbranched in starch so basically there's two types of chains that make up starch so i'm going to show you the diagram which can be found at teachmescience.co.uk is the one that sarah's actually looking at again you'll find similar diagrams in textbooks so there's no no real reason that you couldn't just use those so can you see you've got a straight chain for starch that has been coiled but you've also got a straight chain that has some branches coming some branches, off it. Yeah. So there's two different types. So the unbranched chains we would call amylose. So that one there that's just coiled. Amylose. Amylose. 
the bonds are arranged in such a way that it will coil on itself and that's massively important because if anything is coiled it means it's more compact which means you can store more of it in a smaller space Does in your body in in well this is plants oh, okay we don't store starch Oh, okay. We eat starch, break it down into glucose, and then we store it as a different, a different right. compound, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, well, we'll talk more about that in a minute. So this is mainly what plants do. Okay, so mm-hmm. they put their gluco- alpha glucoses together into starch molecules. So that's amylose. Then it's arranged in such a way that it can, like I say, coil, so it's better for storage. And actually, what's quite good is that. Um, between the coils there'll be some hydrogen bonding i haven't drawn it on the diagram but there will be some hydrogen bonding between glucoses that come together in a coil and that helps it to keep that coil in shape the branched ones is called amylopectin it's just one center long chain and it has some branches coming off it okay so we need to now talk about what that why that structure is good for the job of starch so what actually is the job of starch in a plant I don't know. Not sure? No. Storage. Storage of energy. So it makes the glucose, might use some of the glucose for different, for very, very different things. Lots of, uses the glucose in lots of different ways. But any glucose that it doesn't use turns into starch and it stores it in the plant somewhere, leaves, like I said, leaves, seeds, root organs, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Mainly leaves for storage. So it's a storage of energy or a storage of glucose. And we've already said that the coiling... So that structure, it being able to coil, and that one coils too, it just happens to be branched. So the structure is coiled, which makes it better for storage because it's more compact and you can fit more in the, in the small space. The branched version, amylopectin, is actually really good because when you want to break that down to the glucose again, there's lots and lots of ends for the enzyme that would break it down in the reaction to work on. Yeah. So instead of just having one end and one end to work on to break it down it actually has a lot of ends doesn't it also those structures are large you know it's many monosaccharides so it'll be a lot a lot of units so it'll be large so it won't be able to leave the cell okay and then really importantly it's insoluble what does that mean you can't dissolve yes it doesn't dissolve in water so it'll just sit there in the cell it won't affect the chemistry of the cell and it particularly won't affect the water potential. If it was to dissolve in the water, then it would affect the water potential and water would flow into the cell. And we don't want that to happen. So we don't want any osmosis taking place. Or we don't want the starch to affect it, basically. That's ba- they are the reasons that you would give in an exam for why starch is a good storage right. molecule. Is so starch is not you can't dissolve starch? No. I think I knew that. <laughs> yeah, insoluble. Just yeah. Yeah. To waiting to be broken down sort of thing so they're uh polysaccharide starch is a polysaccharide yep. and it has what are the names of the things again the two different types so amylose is amylose the unbranched amylose is unbranched and, and amylose amylopectin amylo- is the branched pectin. version I might forget those no i don't think it matters that much actually will that come up in an exam uh, do i don't know if you actually have to know the names of them I think it's just branched and unbranched. Okay. So probably yes. don't stress about that too much. So the other, the second polysaccharide we need to talk about is glycogen. So do you remember earlier you said it was quite interesting that we don't store glucose as yes. starch. We store glucose as glycogen. And we store that in our liver 
and muscles. We eat starch, digest the starch down to the glucose, but then we put it together in our body as glycogen instead of starch. But the interesting thing is glycogen is actually very similar structure to starch. It's the branched version of starch, just with a lot more branches. So how come we don't just call it amylose pectin? Don't know. <laughs> so it's just what I'm looking at here on the picture. Yeah, just, but just a lot bigger. more of the branches. So obviously glycogen would be important to people who run. Yes. So when, when we did our half marathon, we had to carb load. So we were taking. I didn't do that. So we were taking in extra carbs, extra starch, breaking that down to the glucose. Yep. Building up glycogen stores in our muscles, so that when we were doing our marathon, we could draw on that glycogen, break it down to glucose, and use it in respiration to give us the energy for running for that thirteen. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Thirteen miles that we ran. Just dropping that in there. Dropping, Don't know if you know. I've done a couple of them myself. Yeah. <laughs> so the reasons why glycogen is a good storage molecule would then be the same as why starch is a good storage molecule. Only you've got a lot more of the branches, which means you've got a lot more of the ends to break down, which is more important for an animal than a plant, isn't it? Because we need glucose more the than plants do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we respire more plants because we move more we have a higher metabolic rate Mm -hmm. so we need more glucose quicker so that's why glycogen is a better storage molecule for animals because if there's more ends for the enzymes to break down and release the glucose yeah and that's why the plants have the curly coiled straight one because it's they don't they don't rapidly need that yeah for respiration Mm -hmm. as quick as better as better than animals that's easy i'll get that yeah good but the same thing it's insoluble so it won't affect the Cells. cell chemistry it won't it water won't move in by osmosis it's large so it won't lo- leave the cell muscle cell or liver cell or whatever it is it's compact so again nicely coiled up so that it can fit into those cells so should we move on to our final polysaccharide for our episode and that is cellulose cellulose um do you remember anything about cellulose from previous episodes previous episodes yeah you have, we have talked about cellulose cellulose before. i don't remember ever talking about it ever okay. it's basically what plant cell walls are made of oh okay yeah yeah really strong really rigid so the structure of cellulose allows it to be we already talked about that in the very first episode we talked about it in the second episode because we talked about cell walls in bacteria being made of murine and plant cells walls being made of cellulose so cellulose must have a structure that allows it to be strong and rigid and give strength to the cell do you remember we talked about that? Yes. Strength and stuff. About the, what the cell wall provides, that cell. So, that means, right, that the plant cell has got sugar cellulose on the outside of the cell and then in it has got starch sh- sugar. Yeah. It's just yeah. made of sugar. Just pure sugar. I'm going to start eating plants. <laughs> so, the difference between cellulose and then starch glycogen is that cellulose the monosaccharide is beta glucose and not alpha glucose oh my god (laughs) so cellulose is made up of long long chains long straight chains of beta glucose no branches just long chains yeah so each horizontal chain there is one molecule of cellulose Mm -hmm. and we don't have any of this in our body no no okay just making sure yeah we don't we don't need cellulose no okay um, we actually can't even digest cellulose. Cellulose is... Oh, so that's why it, you can't eat plants. It's like a fibre for us. 
Okay. Yeah. So fiber acts. Yeah, cellulose acts as like a fiber because we don't break down. We don't make the enzyme cellulase, so we don't break down cellulose. So that actually just is excreted from our body. Anyway, so the chains, lots and lots of cellulose chains can be held together and they are held together by hydrogen bonds and the hydrogen bonds act as like cross bridges between them. So it's not so a, a glycosidic of, bond, it's a hydrogen bond here. Well, that would be a glycosidic bond oh. in between in between the monosaccharides, so in between the beta glucose molecules, uh-huh. there'd be a glycosidic bond. But the cross bridges... Are sort of the those, down are, ones. Are the down ones, which are holding the chains together, are weak bonds, okay. hydrogen bonds. So what you're looking at there, all those chains together, is called a microfibril. And Micro-fibril. that would be strong. That would be really strong. And then the mi- lots and lots of microfibrils will be joined together to form a fibre. Mm-hmm. And that would be super strong. So if you like really, really, really zoomed in on a cell wall, would it look like that? No, because no, you wouldn't be able to see the molecules. It would just, it would literally look like a fibre. Do you know, it might look a bit like a shreddy. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a... I mean, that's not like far a off hatch. a shreddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I imagine that's what it would look like. Okay. So that's, that's cellulose. And just the fact that you've got the beta glucose in chains and those chains are held together with hydrogen bonds into microfibrils and then the microfibrils are grouped together into fibres, gives that plant cell wall its rigidity and strength. Mm-hmm. And that is how it is linked to its function. Because its function is to be rigid and strong, and that is how it is able to do that. The chains held together into the microfibrils, and the microfibrils grouped into the fibres. And that provides all the strength that that plant cell needs. And that's it. New information. So should we look at some questions? Yes. Okay, so question one. Describe the structure... Of glycogen for two marks. It's polysaccharide. So it's a polysaccharide, and what are the monosaccharides called? Some a glu- uh, glucose type. Yeah. Alpha, glu- alpha glucose. Alpha glucose. Okay. Yeah, yes. Well so it's a polysaccharide made of alpha glucose, and how are those alpha glucose molecules joined joined together? Glycosidic bond. Glycosidic bond. Yeah. Yes. Well done. So that would be your two marks. Talking about the fact that it's a polymer or polysaccharide made of alpha glucose and you've got to say alpha glucose with these sorts of questions you have to because okay obviously cellulose is made of beta glucose right the other two are made of alpha so you glucose. have to yeah okay so you have to be specific mm-hmm. and then it's joined by glycosidic bonds question two mm-hmm. glycogen and cellulose are both carbohydrates describe two differences between the structure of cellulose and the structure of glycogen two marks uh, glycogen is made up of alpha glucose. Yes. And cellulose is made up of beta glucose. Brilliant. The glycogen is um, like a chain branched. Well done. It's a branched. What would it a branched what? It's just a branched just molecule. A branched molecule. Yeah. And the other the one. Cellulose is. I wouldn't know what. what uh, unbranched or straight. Okay. Last question is a five marker. We might have to discuss it together just to make sure we're yeah, talking. Yeah, okay. Describe how the structures of starch and cellulose molecules are related to their functions. So let me just give you a bit of advice before you start. You can treat these as two separate. You don't have to relate them to each other. Okay. So you can talk about how starch is related to its the structures are related to the function, and then you could talk about cellulose. Okay, so starch. So I'm talking about starch and not glycogen. 
glycosy- not glycogen, so you're talking about starch in plants. Okay, but you can have both of the different forms, the branched and the unbranched, in plants? Yes. So can I talk about both of them? Yes. Can I say something about the enzymes? Yes. So you can say the branched version yeah. has more ends on it. Ends on it. For enzyme reaction. For enzymes to react with yeah. and break it down. Excellent. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. So it's branched, so yes. enzymes can, can break break down and break release down. the glucose yeah, easily. And then yeah. the starched one, uh, the, the, the straight one, it is good because it curls and it can have more of it. Yeah. So it can form a spiral or a helix. And you can store more of it. Perfect. They're large, something to do with the cell, yep. so they can't get out of the cell, exactly. and water, Insol- it, it, it's insoluble, so um, the water can't, there's no osmosis, yeah. and, and, in. and the cellulose, so I'm talking about in relation to the function yep. of it, what the would fun- I say for this one then? So the function is to be... Rigid. Rigid, so what allows it to be strong and rigid? The so glucose. So how is beta the beta glucose. glucose arranged in... It's like in a straight line. Like so straight chains. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you've got long chains, no branches, and then you've got the chains held together by... Hydrogen bond, but they're weak. You said they, they were weak. They are weak, but... So each individual hydrogen bond doesn't add to the strength, but the fact that you've got so many of them will. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's bit like there's more strength in many of them together. Yeah. Yeah. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. So, so you've got your hydrogen bonds, and then do you remember what they form? Like, what that forms? So, what that is a diagram of? No. So, all the chains together form a microfibril. Yeah. And that is strong. That's strong. And then microfibrils make fibres, which is even stronger. And that provides the... Front door. Open. Whoa. What? What the... F- <laughs> it's like Arrow. Yeah, a little bit. <gasps> okay. So we were talking about microfibers. So, so, that, so that's strong. So that provides the strength. Okay. Yeah. And we're done. Ish. Cool. So should I just quickly remind everyone about the wider reading just another, yeah, go another for time? It. So for September, our wider reading recommendations are the book The Incredible Unlikeliness of Being by Professor Alice Roberts and the podcast The Life Scientific. Yeah, give them a go. Let us know what you think. And Shall I do the roundup? Yeah, do the roundup. Yep, I'll have a little read of this and then you can do your takeaways. Okay. I've done really well again today. Thank you. We so, starch is a polysaccharide and the monosaccharide that it is made of is alpha glucose. These chains can be unbranched, which is amylose, and can form a helix shape, or the branched version, amylopectin. This structure allows starch to be a good storage molecule in plant cells as the helix shape allows starch to be compact. It is large so it won't leave the cell, insoluble so it will not affect the water potential in the cell, therefore water will not move into the cell by osmosis. And finally, the branches in amylopectin gives the enzymes digesting the starch more ends to access so glucose is easily released for respiration. Glycogen is the store of alpha glucose in animal cells, so is again a store of energy. The structure is branched with many more side branches than amylopectin, so breaking down glycogen is quicker as animals have a higher metabolic rate as they move more. 
The reasoning for glycogen being a good storage molecule are the same as starch. Cellulose is made of long straight chains of beta-glucose that are linked together by hydrogen bonds into microfibrils. Microfibrils group together to form fibres. This structure provides the rigidity and strength for plant cell walls. Boom. Okay, let's do my takeaways. Yes. I'm doing them straight away. I've not even. I'm just going to do them off the top of my head. Go. Okay, so uh, these are my takeaways. Uh, I need help with them. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> I don't need help with them actually, because you said I didn't need to know the names of those really. No, don't. Um, okay, so starch has either straight. What is it called? Chain has well, either has a but straight, they're not straight, they're straight with some coils in it, chain, and or a chain that's got branches. The branches are better. The branches are better because they've got more ends. And the enzymes can react and produce the glucose. Yeah. Yes. Quicker. Um, what about the difference? So, like starch and glycogen is made of? Alpha glucose. Cellulose is made of beta glucose. And they that just means that they are what of each other? Isomers. Isomers. And that just means that OH and the H is the other way around. Yep. And cellulose is rigid. It, lots of cellulose makes a micro. So cellulose is a fibre. A fibre. That is made of microfibrils. Microfibrils. And the microfibrils are chains of cellulose molecules. Yes. All They're my takeaways. together by hydrogen. That's it. Well done. Okay, I'm going to tell the lovely people where they can... Yes, I can do that. So if you wanted to contact us, you can go to www www.teachmescience.co.uk who no, no one says www dot anymore no why I do I, I why do I do it I don't think you need to say it <laughs> <laughs> worldwideweb.teachmescience <laughs> just go to teachmescience.co.uk that's all you need to know no one even types that you don't no, need to type that no you don't you can tweet at us at at teachmebiocast <laughs> And you can email us at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram, and that's at teachmebiologycast. Yeah. And really, we would love to see how you're using the podcast. If if you have something physical that you can take a picture of and show us, um, if you're using our resources to support your revision, um, if you've made models of yourselves, anything at mm. all that you've done that was a result of listening to the podcast would be great to see because then that shows other people how how they can do it as well because like like we talked about before not everyone knows how to revise and any examples are greatly appreciated and we can show lots of other people rate and reviewers on your whatever podcatcher you are using please it would be really nice that would be helpful and you know any bit any because any feedback is useful is that the bell yeah yeah cool well not cool because it's break time and i've got detention what you got detention for uh, a uniform duty. Why don't you wear your blazer? You said you were going to write me a note. <laughs> I'm not writing you a note. It's too small. <laughs> we'll get you a new one. Okay, thank you. Um, I've been Sarah Matthews. And I'm Rhea Corbett. Bye. I'm just going to do, instead of having... Um, the theme tune, it's just going to be me going dun 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 dun